You're welcome to Producers Hub. My name is Olai Tom Meadows. This is a show that brings you closer to your international and local favorite producers from the music and movie scene. And on the show today, we have a producer who is the CEO of Esket Productions, is a multiple award-winning actor. He won the best new actor at the Nollywood Awards of 2014, the best actor in a short film real-time international festival of 2017, and the best actor of the year MSAA Awards of 2018, is the head writer of the hit TV sitcom Squatters, and also he co-wrote Saro the Musical. I'm talking about Shion Kentebe. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today, Shion. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, please also note that I, I created Squatters as well. I like to throw that in too. <laughs> oh, okay, great. You didn't just... Uh, right you created it that's great amazing yes. thank you so much for joining us thanks so much okay. for having me so as a graduate of business administration and someone who has delved for so many decades in the entertainment industry how has your course of study impacted your chosen career well, as it is, uh, we know the industry is also labeled show business, which okay. means you're marrying you're, you're marrying two um, cultures, as it were. There's, there's the show, which is what people see on, on your screens, and then there's the business aspect, which is the the monetary per se. So, marrying both aspects to an industry is basically. Um, you know, uh, implementing business strategies. How how does your product get to the consumer? How do you monetize your products? Then how do you how do you stay relevant? You know, in, in, in the faces of your potential clients. You know, so that that's where the business aspect comes in because you have to strategize. You know what you you have to figure out what type of content you your clients want, and then of course. Um, stating prices that are reasonable enough and then over time you know that because you have become um in demand so to speak your prices can be raised and you know that your clients will afford you because you know because they they trust the quality of your work it also applies to as an actor it also applies to potential producers potential clients employers as it were because they have also seen over time that you you are credible, you you bring um, a level of quality to their productions. And of course, they, they want to have you on their set more often. They want to have you in multiple productions and they're willing to pay for that service. So yes, that's, that's also, you know, bringing in the business aspect because as an actor, you also see yourself as a brand. Okay. And you know, you know, and you brand, and you know brands don't come cheap. <laughs> So. Yeah, sure. Okay, so from everything you said now, this is why it is vital and important to have a management team. Yes, it's also important to have a management team. If, uh, well, if the way it runs in Nigeria is you have to, 
have gotten to a certain level because before some management outfits take you on they want to see what you've done over time they want to see okay. if, even if you're not a household name they want to see that you know you 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 have at least gotten some level of followership you know there are some mm. people that can vouch for your abilities and then mm. they just you know help you get to the the producers and the companies that you that ordinarily you won't be able to reach so it's basically them helping you expand your reach and also boosting your profile but you have to have okay. done some groundwork oh okay yeah. all right so but how long you've been in the industry like i said earlier you've been decades in the nigerian entertainment industry starting with the tv sitcom very popular tv sitcom them squatters so what has been your highest and lowest moments so far and let's start with your highest moments okay um, my, my highest moments in the business for me it started out with twilight zone that was my debut um, screen well my debut screen appearance and it's uh at a young age i think i was in my 20s at the time you know i was a newcomer to fame okay <laughs> and you know it, it's it was a good feeling because you know back then a lot of people would see you on tv and they liked what you were doing so a lot of people were reaching out you know um and even till today i, I still consider it one of my high points because a lot of people still remember me from twilight zone you know, and based on on that series, I've gotten job offers and uh, a lot of other things that I'm I'm eternally grateful for. And then, of okay. course, um, last year, last year I was part of um, a production, an Mnet production that shows on Showmax. It's called uh, okay. Man, yeah, season two. And the beauty of that is the it's fact called that what? Unmarried, unmarried. This is their second season. Yes. Oh, okay. And the beauty of that um, job is the fact that I didn't even know the producers from Adam. I just got a call and um, wow. we, we would like to have you on our production. We have a role for you and everything. And, you know, management got involved. And when we spoke, even management and I were shocked. Like, okay, where did this come from? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, those have been my, my high points thus far. Um, okay. My low points, and of course, I think it's generic for every. It's it's something every actor can relate to. Low points is when there are no jobs, or when jobs are few and far in between. Okay. You know, mm. I mean, for, you know, for for some of us who have other streams of income, it may not. You know, you may not feel you may not feel that pinch, but as a creative, because you always want to showcase your work you always want to be in that circle when, right. when those you know when those things don't come it it affects you you, you, mm. you know there's there's you know, there's, a, there's a feeling of loss in in, in a sense i should be working mm. you know what's what's going on why, why is the phone not ringing why are messages not coming in you know so yeah that, that, uh, those are my little points oh uh, okay what okay. challenges you what keeps you going uh, for me, it's the, the the viewers, the audience, colleagues, family, um, staying relevant. You know, those are the 
key um, drives for me. Because okay. you know, you know that someone out there is expecting something from you, hmm. and you also know that you have, you know, you also know that you have a number of things you want to put out there. So, you know, those those are the driving factors for me. Because you know, no no creative just wants to sit at home doing nothing, no matter oh. how small. You know, put something out there just at least so that people. Because the way the business works is this: the more visible you are, the more recognized the more relatable you are as opposed to not putting anything out at all it's better if you put out some things maybe even if it's once a week as opposed to not putting anything out at all maybe once a month or something because if people don't get to see if there's no consistency you're easily forgotten you know and of course the the there's, there's stiff competition so it's who the people get to see more the, the okay. person who in, you know, the audience faces more that that are recognized that are that are approached. So you as a creative have to find a way, no matter how small, just put out some content. Okay. Of course, you know, I know these um, apps, there's a lot of apps that are helping out now. Um, TikTok and the like, even Instagram, even if it's whatever social media platform you find yourself, just make sure you put out content and of course, make sure that the content is rich enough to attract engagement. Yeah, so okay. All right, so you're the CEO of Escape Productions. Tell us about your production company. Okay, so um Escape Productions uh was birthed in 2015 2012. Yes, sorry, it was birthed in 2012 and um over time it's i delved a bit into radio drama did some writing for you know um for tv series and for film and then um i think it was 2017 we produced my very first short film it was a collaboration between sk productions fontaka and uh tio inspiro so we came together and we produced a short film called careless the story was basically about um, a mother who, in a sense, was suffering from some form of, uh, how, how do I put it now? Some, some form of, she felt like um, her daughter had taken the best years from her. This is someone she had out of wedlock. And so most times she would always vent her frustrations on her daughter. And of course, it led wow. to disastrous consequences at the end of the day. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, it, it got some good reviews. It was shown at some festivals and of course mixed reviews. But yeah, that's and then of course um, we were planning on shooting a feature film last year, but of course COVID happened, so everybody's <laughs> gone back to the drawing board. But um, definitely, this year we're looking to churn out at least uh, one more short film and then a feature film. Okay. All right. The show returns after this break. Please stay tuned. Yes, 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 you It's Kenny Wanda, and you're listening to Producers Home. Stay tuned. Thank you. 
Hello, my name is Olaf Wessel. Keep listening to Producers Hub. All right, welcome back. So, to the next one now. One of the major challenges facing most Nigerian producers and Nigerian productions is actors complain about poor remuneration. And some complain that some producers don't even pay their actors at all. Like some people have to chase producers around, call them around and just find it impossible getting their money after they've completed a job. What's your take on this issue? Well, for me, I would like to lay the blame on structure. You know, uh, Nollywood lacks proper structure because ideally, when a producer wants to reach out to an actor for a job, you're not supposed to contact the actor directly. The actor is supposed to have representation. Okay. That's where, of course, you know, that's where your management comes in. That's where your agents come in. And once you know they go through that intermediary, there's a contract that is signed, hmm. and these contracts will, you know, of course, it's also has in those clauses what will happen the penalties for actors not getting paid within the specific amounts within a specific mm-hmm. time frame and then of course yeah. when you have entertainment lawyers who you know who are embedded in the system it's easier for the actors it's a lot more favorable for the actors so you know that once the producer defaults you can approach your lawyer and the lawyer will take it up from there but because everything is everything is <laughs> funny in, in, in Nollywood, producers get away with it because they know that actors cannot afford legal fees. So which lawyer are you going to walk up to? You know? And most and most of the lawyers won't even it's just maybe like a few entertainment lawyers that say, okay, let me take your case on when. And then of course they know how to they know the inner work case. So they know that it's the producer that will even pay for the actor's legal fees. Okay. And then you know, and then at the end of the when the, when when the case is won and it's in favor of the actor, the lawyer gets a percentage, you know. But these things and these laws do exist, but of course they are not implemented here. And, okay. and, and you know, and then of course greed also plays a major role in it because the producer will walk up to an actor and say, "Okay, I'll pay you X amount of money." The actor basically just wants his or her face to appear on screen so that you know he or she can attract more jobs so okay no problem let's do this and everything is based mm. on trust but at the end of the day the producer now reneges on said trust and that money is gone but if, like i said but if these structures are put in place then producers will know that look we have to sit up we have to uh, and of course in fairness to some producers there are some of them who don't fall into that category they are actually people of integrity they will tell you okay this is how much you're getting paid you will get paid that amount Okay. No defaults, no demands, no excuses. You know. Now, um, on the issue of poor remuneration, a lot of producers will tell you that, and these things, of course, are also two-sided. A lot of producers will tell you that most times the the, the funds are self-raised, mm-hmm. and then, of course, they're working, and of course, they're working with the budget. So, to a large extent, this is what they can afford. Okay. You know, and um, for actors who have 
had good working relationships with such producers, they can attest to the fact that okay, this producer is being honest with me. And then of course oh, there's okay. that, you know, and then there's that um, advantage in the sense that fine, it's not it's it's going to be consistent. So I know that at least for every four jobs you do, I mean two or three, you get. Mm. So the money won't the money yeah. won't really matter like that. As opposed to yeah. some producers who go out, they source for these funds, they get way more than enough. They can pay the actors conveniently, but greed will always <laughs> not to pay. You know, ah. greed will always find a way to convince said producers not to pay, and then they come and they tell you, "Oh, sorry, we don't have X amount." Now we also have um, situations whereby some foreign bodies come in. They know that okay, if I'm going to hire Chiu Kenzebe, for instance, I have to pay him for maybe for a for a three-week project. I'm going to pay him maybe like uh, anything from eight hundred to a million. But how do I reach you? Okay. Now, when Nigeria mm. comes in and says, ah, why do you want to pay him that amount? I beg, I can talk to him. He's my friend. He'll collect 200. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's what wow. happens. I, I remember wow. um, a meeting. Yes, I remember a meeting I went for a while ago. A friend of mine wanted to organize a concert. And um, he wanted to blend gospel and secular acts on one stage. Okay. And then, you know, we were talking and, of course, they talked about how much each um, secular act was going to collect. And then it came to the part of the gospel artists and, you know, we're okay, so how much is the, uh, how much is each, how much have you earmarked for each gospel act? And the guy said, so this is the work of God they are doing. Wow. And I'm like, why would you say a thing like that? They are coming to perform just as these secular actors, artists are coming to perform. Now, someone in the meeting now said, oh, that, you know what, there's a, one of the groups that were you know, listed. I know them. I can talk to them. They'll come and do it. They won't even collect money because it's coming through me. And that got me angry because I'm thinking, hello, why would you say a thing like that? This is, this is their daily bread. This why is you business. To, you know, it's business. Why would you want to deprive them of that? Would you like it if I, I contracted you for a gig and I told you, ah, because... I'm your friend who come and do it for free. Ah, wow. Wow. You know? So you, you now understand that it's even Nigerians that are messing things up. I can, I can give countless, countless examples. Um, Chams, when Chams was still heavy in, in the theater scene, when Chams first okay. established in Nigeria, you know, they had a budget for theater. Hmm. They will call, you know, for productions. And this was how this was the structure. Your fee was a six-figure. This was um, I'm talking early 2000s, so maybe like 2001 upwards, so like maybe 2006-2007. Your okay. call for production. Your figure is a six. Your your salary is six figures. Hmm. Now. That aside, they pay you. Now, there's a contract, so it depends on how you want it. You can get your full payment, you can get half, or you can withhold payment till after production. Okay. Now, why these options are available is because for rehearsals, you get per diem, which is five figures. Hmm. You have a hotel that you are lodged in, 
if you if you want to if let's assume okay you come from a far place you can't be making yourselves there's a hotel there's a hotel provision for you even if you stay with okay. him but you feel but you feel okay i want to be part of this um theater space there's a room assigned to you and you still get your per diem you know and then of course per diem doesn't mean that you won't get fed there's lunch there's breakfast there's lunch there's dinner so a nigerian came into the mix and goes why are you paying them this amount ah it's too much it's too much it's too much oh now, my goodness i'm telling you and before you could say jack robinson the the six figure salary got slashed per diem got slashed there was no one that became instead of one person to a room it came like five people to a room and it just deteriorated with each passing year. <laughs> wow. You know, so at the end of the day, when you sit to think about it, it's actually Nigerians that are doing more harm and making sure that the industry does not grow. Whoa. 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 This has been quite in, in a very enlightening one, I must tell you. Like, but we'll have to move on you've just blown my mind with everything you say right now but we'll just have to move on due to time constraint so what wisdom nuggets will you hand out to people who are just coming into the industry the newbies want to come in to the nigerian movie industry that's for producers or actors everybody that general guideline that you will give them or that general word of advice you will give to them as they wish to come in okay um so what i will just say is this make sure you're someone who is filled with integrity who is credible now for those who okay and of course um like i said earlier because there is no proper structure you have to create your own structure fine there are some because you want to put your faces out there especially for the actors because you want to put your faces out there you may, may take some jobs for free at least to establish yourself in the business and also make sure that you know you have multiple streams of income one it helps you be picky with your productions and even if you choose to delve into one production for free you know that you're not doing it for the money and besides you know that okay you're at least you're comfortable enough to take on this production for free but do not make it a regular occurrence because the industry world travels fast you know there are some producers yes that like i said earlier on few of them who are integrity field so yes you tell them look i'm only doing this for you subsequent ones i will not do it for free and please do not tell anyone that I did it for free and they will keep to their word others won't now if you're coming in as a producer please please and please pay your cast hmm. treat your cast well a lot of producers are guilty of becoming demigods once they sit on that producer's chair and they forget that the actors are the people who help them project their their productions so mm-hmm. you treat that actor shabbily or you treat a crew member shabbily, you cannot expect those same people to want to work with you or to say good things about you going mm. forward. You know, mm. so please always have that. Then also as an actor, be a team player. Don't just bond with, don't come on set and be, you know, forming divas. Mm. Come on set, we'll meet everybody. Um, 
Imitola Doyle said something a while back. He said the best actor is a team player. One of the qualities of a good actor is being a team player. Very true. You know, you have to relate with everybody because it takes collaborative effort to put out a good production. Hmm. And once there's an issue on set, even the audience can tell when they watch that film. It's it's that spiritual, you know. And then of hmm. course, try to promote productions you're in because it also shows team spirit. And then for producers who, which goes back to being you know integrity field. Once you know that you have a budget for marketing, and you're incorporating the actor, please pay the actor. <laughs> a lot of producers are guilty of not doing that they will tell you you know it's compulsory you have to promote this and while it is to a large extent if there's money involved please show they have to pay they have to pay when we're doing rounds for next three days at least they had a provision for transport allowance so if you're going you know to radio stations or TV houses to talk about it you know that okay they've sent money to your accounts you have no excuse you have to go you know, at least these, exactly these little things matter. They do matter a lot, a whole lot. Thank you so much, Sean, for joining us on the show. Our guest today has been Sean Kentebe, a producer, a Nigerian actor, or scriptwriter, and and um, the show has been producers hub thank you so much for listening if you missed the show today or you want to refer someone to listen again you could find the show on spotify apple podcast google podcast my name is olayton meadows thank you so much <laughs> <laughs>